passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, everybody. This is Lloyd Spence of the Believe in the ACC show. And listen, the wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Guys, listen, I check out Bet Online all the time. It is a phenomenal website. Just everything you're looking for. It's like a better's paradise, y'all. You do not want to miss the opportunity to get on over there. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because it never closes. Listen, so head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. And sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Tell them Charlie and Lloyd sent you. Hey, y'all, I hope y'all are ready to make some noise. Kenyatta Spence, are you ready? Shake Anderson, are you ready? And Mr. Talking Noise himself, Lloyd Spence, are you ready? If you clicked on this podcast, then that must mean that you're ready for Talking Noise, the daily podcast. Well, if you're ready... And come on, let's make some noise. I don't hear anything. Your mic's not sorry, on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I said, and I had the perfect intro too. I said, you know, you picked a great theme song when every time it comes on, you still got your head going. Yeah, <laughs> keep the ears ringing. Still got the head ringing. Listen, <laughs> talking noise Wednesday. We are here. Lloyd Spence, Kenyatta Miz is talking noise. Spence, and of course, Unk Noise. You never have to remember the truth. That is so good, man. You never have to remember the truth. Uh, you're looking good, man. Hey, you're baby. looking good. The hat is, is popping as usual. Yeah, you know what, man? Yeah, I had to slip it up, switch it up today. You know what I'm saying? I'm I figure I'm gonna at some point today I'm gonna go out and hang out at the park with my son, you know. So nice. you know what I'm saying? I figured I'd be cooling a little bit today, you know. Listen, I'm 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 uh I'm going out today and I'm going to get me a hat for the special occasion tonight because I think you're supposed to dress up for a church service. 
We're going to see, we're going to get baptized in the waters of Lake Minnetonka tonight. <laughs> oh, we're getting deep with it, ain't we? We're getting deep with it tonight. <laughs> Hey, 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 we ain't fooling around at the shallow end either, right? We just, no, 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 we're going all the way here tonight. You know, I've been thinking about this all the last 24 hours, and I'm going to tell you something. Madam Vice President has a nice ring to it, don't it? Wow. You know, I keep saying it. I was like, that does sound good, don't it? Madam oh, Vice President. Well, Madam Vice President, we appreciate you so much. Don't that sound just like that? Madam Vice President Kamala yeah. Just let yeah. that roll off your tongue. Roll. Let it roll. <laughs> let that roll off your tongue. Well, wow. listen. Tonight, she begins her ascension to the throne. Uh-huh. All right. In the debate, the VP debate, which you'll be able to watch with us tonight here on the Noisemakers page. We're going to pull up about 7.30. We want everybody to come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I got. I already got my... My, my my meat cooked all up. I got okay. a couple of vegetables I need to prepare. Because I've dropped about 20 LBs, bro. What? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. What's this meat you got cooked up? What you what you well, listen. Now listen, I don't play with the meat now. It's, I'm still eating okay. regular meat. But right. uh I'm but I'm but I but I got my uh my chicken, I got some couple of pork chops, grill, all grill stuff, and I got okay. some ribs. So I'm gonna choose from one of those. I don't know. Well, you got, you got to select the meat based on how the debate's going. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, you, start main off, thing, you start off with chicken, but if we get funky, you got to eat some pork. You know what I'm and if it's an outright barn burner, then you go to the steak. Well, listen, the big thing I did is I grilled it in uh -huh. honor of Mike Pence. <laughs> Hey, all right. He's on the he's on the spit tonight. He's on the spit tonight, boy. It's, it's okay. wow. Let me tell you, I don't know if I've been this excited about a, a vice presidential debate ever in my lifetime. No. Who who have you ever had that you could really get That's into? Exactly right. Right. That's exactly right. Never. But I'm I'm pumped for this one. I am pumped for this one. It's going to be good. Let me you just know, tell you. I, I, I have a question for you. Um, where and and and, and uh, Miss Noise, Mama Noise, Auntie Noise, Lady Noise, I want you to chime ah. in because I'm because I'm really I'm really wondering about this. Hmm. Kamala Harris, um, where where do you think the female vote, the the woman vote, will fall in relation to her because? You know she's not a she's not on the Republican. Obviously, she's not a Republican, and a lot of uh, a lot of women roll with Donald Trump. Mm. So, where do you think she'll fall with that? I, I you know I think she'll carry a heavy black female vote, but what are your thoughts on that? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, ironically, I was just looking at a post this morning that had. Uh, like you said, the female black Greeks, the Greeks are coming out deep uh, because uh, we going to support our fellow Greek. Uh -huh. um, and, and and usually, I'll just tell you, they're not usually united. Right. <laughs> usually they are 
very divided and they'll let you know they're they're divided. But everything I've been seeing with them specifically has been a unified front where the Greeks are rolling out deep. Uh, So that means campus to campus, you know, um, each chapter to chapter, each district, uh, they're they're rolling deep to say, you know, put a Greek. This would be, uh, I think, the first Greek, the first black Greek in the house because uh, yeah. President Obama wasn't. But then we 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 acquired, you know, Bill Clinton after the fact. Yeah, we got him after the fact. <laughs> but um, yeah, we brought, we brought him into the frat afterwards after he got out. Yeah, he's a, he's a black Greek. Uh, wow. Uh, Right, but the the only president that's a black Greek. I think I think they're still trying to woo President Obama. I think every oh, every black Greek to, yeah, is trying, trying to woo President Obama to see who's going to be the first one to get the black president. But um, I I I know that that that's pretty significant because uh, you know it, normally it would be well only the organization she's a part of would support, right. but they all deep now saying listen. This is going to put the footprint of the black Greek women or black Greeks as a whole uh, in the White House. So what's uh, what's, the, what's the significance of their vote? Uh, I think it's bigger than, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. Lloyd. Go ahead, go ahead. You good. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that the significance of their vote is that um, I think the 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 numbers, for one okay. thing, um, I mean, I would hope that they all vote anyway, but I think that because of her being a black woman and because of her being Greek, uh, is, is monumental. I mean, it is, it's, it's just as significant as having a black man president. Uh, it, it, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's, it's a step, it's the highest in the land per se, other than her being the president, because there are black women mayors and governors all over the nation. Right. But none of them have come as far as being uh, 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 put in position for all, almost the highest office in the land. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think the significance of her being a part of the Divine Nine is exactly what you just said, Kenyatta. Uh, people, we've never had this opportunity in the Divine Nine. Nobody, we've had quality candidates over mm-hmm. the last 30, 40 years. But we've never had anybody ascend to the to to an opportunity like this and be so close. And so I think the Divine Nine is riding hard for uh, Kamala so that she can move on into that in that opportunity because it opens up opportunities for others later. So I I, I fully expect uh, a full on support from all the Divine Nine uh, organizations, especially obviously AKA, but. Um, but but listen, I mean, Sigma's going to be there. Delta's going to be there. Sigma Gamma Rogue, Q Sci-Fi, everybody's going to be there to support this young lady because that's what we do. You know, one thing about the divine is that when it's something like this, we will ride for each other. So um, listen, listen to this. Uh, Lillian Hempel, shout out to all the noisemakers who are listening uh, this morning. She said the amount of the donations from the Black Letter Greek organization was uh, has been amazing. It made the news with donations from uh, the AKAs, the Zetas, the Deltas, and the Sigma Gamma Rose. So those are the four of the of the Divine Nine. The, those are all the sororities of the Divine Nine. So the fact that the, the all the sororities are showing up to make donations, to put their money 
where their mouth is. That's a big, mm-hmm. big deal. And there are all of I know that most of them, if not all of them, have voting campaigns that are going on right now in all the chapters, both undergrad and grad chapters. So uh, I think everybody's really trying to ride hard for this election and make sure uh, that some change takes place. Uh, Listen, I had white people ask me, what did that mean? That's hilarious. They are, I'm sure. Because they don't know, if you don't know anything about Greek letter organizations, then you're like, what do you mean, Black Greeks? I mean, doesn't doesn't that seem awkward that you're saying Greeks are Black? You know. Well, the truth of it is the original Greek is Black. So, you know. That was Uh, was hijacked. Um, As as it always is. Yeah. But in terms of, I guess I'm, I'm because the, how does that affect, I obviously get the black population, which, you know, the reality is we're only 13% of this country, but how does that affect the white counterparts? I mean, obviously information is going out, I would hope, while they're campaigning and everything, and, and, and white women and ladies are paying attention to that. But do you think it'll have a, a a good effect on the 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 white female population in this country? Well, I think Kamala Harris is going to have a good effect. Period on 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 women after tonight. One of the things that people need to understand is that women don't get these opportunities, right? And and the fact that we have such uh an egregious and negative person at the helm of this country right now and the opportunity to put some balance and some some conscious uh and some some morality back into the white house in the form of kamala harris now and that's not to say anything negative about joe biden but women when when, when a woman sees another woman with this opportunity i think it, it and, and a woman like kamala harris who is who who carries some baggage but not as bad as 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 a Hillary did, yeah. Right? Hillary true. was not seen as moral in a lot of by, in the eyes of a lot of people. I think I think Hillary had the reputation was not the best as it related to morality, as it related to being a great mother. Like I don't even think people see her as weird as it sounds. I don't know if people even see her as a great mother, which I think she is. I don't want I don't want to criticize that she is because I think she is. Uh, her daughter seems stable and and healthy and you know in a good place or whatever. But I just don't. She doesn't give off a motherly kind of thing. Well, I guess and I guess that's partly why I asked the question about Kamala because Kamala is seen as an authority figure. She's seen as one who's not only uh, smart but extremely strong and not your typical feminine. The package that you would normally address to. A woman or a female, uh, Kamala seen more as a as a dogged type of, you know, almost a male type of character. So I'm, I'm, I guess I, you know, to me there's some similarities when you think about it. And I, obviously the, um, I, I'm starting to see now that some of the Republican uh, people are going after her for that leadership for the fact that she's not super soft, she's not super feminine, and everything. You can't be super soft. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now that's a great point, and that's and that's, you know what? That's a stigma that we put on women, and especially yep. black women. That is so foul, man. Uh, so a black woman shows strength, and now she's a B, 
you know, all that be, you know, and, and that's not fair, man. It's just she's a now listen, she ain't no punk, but you don't want no punk sitting in that situation. You don't want that soft cupcake and can be pushed over. Go ahead, you want somebody that uh you know, God forbid something happened to the president. Right. You want somebody who's gonna be able to step right up in and everything to continue to uh keep moving forward. Lily you know, is a somebody yeah. gotta go, oh no, this is yeah. who we got to depend on. Uh you know, we in trouble. Uh, uh I hope that uh the Senate helps out. I mean, you shouldn't have to try to figure that out. You should be able to know without question your VP got this. Uh, uh, no matter what happens. Lillian is hilarious. She says she can make a white man cry. Hashtag don't argue with a black woman. That is hilarious. Wouldn't that be something tonight if Mike Pence started crying? Now, now who's oh she married to, right? Huh? Who's she married to? Um, I don't know his name. I do know his ethnicity. Right, I was going to say. Uh, but, but you know what? <sighs> <laughs> Listen, we gotta get over that. No, 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 no. I wasn't saying it for that. I was saying. No, I am saying it for that because there are people out there that I've I've heard that I've yeah. heard that criticism. Right. That she, you know, oh, she didn't even marry a black man. Well, no, she didn't. Man, she didn't. So does she got to marry a black man in order to be accepted by the black community? Not to me. It depends on Not the community. It depends on the community itself. But, you know, if you're a free thinking, you know, I, I hate the word liberal. I hate that word. Yeah. Because it's used to devalue people who have differing opinions. It's used to make people who think outside of the box or don't just agree with everything you say. It's used to make them look weak or, or lame. But liberals are actually quite strong people. But I, I think that... Um, in terms of who she's married to, I just asked that question because, again, I get stuff like that all the time across my feed, and I figured that that's something that it might be good to address in terms of the idea of unifying the country because that's the other side of it is you're talking about somebody who's making a cultural, um, um, you know, that making various cultures work together. Literally, a marriage like that forces two completely mm. differing cultures, two completely different life experiences, two completely different uh, understandings of, of things. It makes it work. So to me, that's always a good example. Um, so I would think that they would use that to their to their advantage. I hope they do. Mm. Well, I'll say this. I, I've never I've never liked uh, that part of the discussion for uh, for people because People are allowed to marry whoever they want to. Like, what does Lillian say? Black men don't marry black women. Besides, when we turn off the lights, we're all black. That's that part's very true. Just some of us glow in the dark. That's hilarious. Lillian's uh, on fire today, man. Lillian's Lillian on fire today. today. She is on fire today. That's why she took her picture off, man, because she knew she was going to hit the real heavy ones. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was fantastic. I I listen. I think um, it, we got to start stop putting that to be a part of the conversation. If the person does not abandon their cultural foundation yeah. 
when they yeah. marry someone. And it doesn't appear that Kamala has abandoned her cultural foundation. She's still a strong, proud black woman. Now, if you're talking about A.G. Daniel Cameron, that's different. He, you know, he's an absolute sellout. But, but, but she's still a strong black woman. She hasn't left that foundation just to go she fell in love with who she fell in love with, but she still, you know, she still reps black and speaks, you know, like now she's intelligent, man. Listen, marry who you want to marry, but you're black. Well, and that, that's something, something yes, else we wanted to that we've got to get over in our community. The the you you bring up something I don't know if you're aware of it, but she's intelligent. She speaks intelligently. She speaks with great grammar. She has a vernacular get together. She's educated. And in the black community, sometimes that's frowned upon. Oh, you trying to be white. You, right. you, you think you better than us, you mm -hmm. know, um, stuff like that. And we as a community, man, have got to get over that. We've got to get to the place to where we can go, man, praise God that you got as far as you did with your education. Praise mm -hmm. God for where you are, because now you can help us understand some things. And I would, I, I would hope that we can as a result of, of Kamala being nominated and working so hard to get in office. I was hope, I'm hoping that this will take us down a, a different path also within our own culture. Well, you know, Uncle Noise, uh, all I could think about when you made that statement was, you know, how as a child I was taught to code switch. Yeah. Uh, don't come in the class trying to talk about, you know, like I'm comfortable where I'm speaking now. Whereas if I'm speaking to the teacher, don't don't be the one to sit up and talk about everybody. That's not how you. That's not how you speak. You say, uh, um, you know, and and cold switching back and forth is what I feel like our whole lives of, you know, when I worked on the phones for um, uh, insurance company, I felt like I got a different response when I said my name is Kenyatta. Uh, you know, and I'm calling to find out if you have Medicare as part A and B. Whereas when I got on the phone and said, hi, my name is Kay. How can I help you today? I got a whole nother different response when I went with that. They was like, you know, yeah, I got A and B and, and uh, send me the information and how can I sign up? But when I when I got on saying I'm Kenyatta, it's like click click click, you know, you know, hang up my phone. So so it it it's something that you know we've been taught since you know at least i can speak for myself what i've been taught since i was a child is when you come oh, no to question switch back no question do you, think, do you think tonight uh pence is gonna bring some some ghetto out of kenya out of, out of kamala you know what i'm saying do you think he's gonna push some buttons to the point that it's gonna go oh no you didn't you know that, that <laughs> no a full on neck roll. No, I, well, I'm not gonna say he might not. He might get the neck roll, uh -huh. but I'm saying I don't think he gonna get the. Oh no, you you know no, oh, you didn't. God. He's not gonna get all that. But uh, um, he he he, you know, I think because she's a prosecutor, she uh -huh. already know. She already know how to deal with you know him coming with the extra. So I, I think she's already got the game face. She's already uh uh, she knows the the game uh that that this is and i think she knows how to win well listen we are we are born and bred as uh do uh language dualist dualist if you uh -huh. will uh -huh. from the start we speak both ebonic and code switch Facts. So that's just how it is and i think she's ready i think she's ready to walk into this thing 
and and to 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 handle whatever uh, the moment needs to handle. But more importantly, I think she's also ready to give him whatever energy he gives her. Like so don't come there reckless and try to talk <laughs> reckless. She's gonna meet him where he is. She's gonna do it in a way because she's a prosecutor. She's gonna do it in a way that's professional, but also you're gonna know you're gonna feel her there. Uh, what's interesting, guys, tonight is that the topics are still kind of being decided. Susan oh, wow. Page has not really revealed all of the stuff that's supposed to take place tonight, but there's rumors of, of, of some of the things that are being out there. Obviously, COVID is going to be a conversation. Amy Coney, Coney Barrett, the nomination will be a, a topic. And also, I'm hearing that LGBTQ rights, uh, man, there's a lot of letters, LGBTQ rights will be um, possibly discussed along with the economy itself. Uh, who does that favor, in your opinion? Which 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 question? It, uh, all of, not, when you look not, at the list of, of all the things that are being discussed tonight, including their record, including their record. Now, I think the most difficult part of tonight for Kamala will be how she handles dealing with her own personal record. If Pence were to go there and try to bring up her prosecutorial record, would how she answer those questions? Because that's the one thing that you can say about her that maybe is a little challenging for a lot of people. But if she can handle that well, then I think the rest of it she'll be fine. But challenging in what way? Because she was a successful prosecutor. But that's the problem. For a lot of for a lot of minority people, that is the problem. She was a successful prosecutor. Yeah. She locked up a lot of brothers. Yeah. Well, she was good I, at her job. I had a chance to go through some of her history as a prosecutor. And yes, she locked up some brothers. But what I found was, first of all, she she actually locked up more white people than she did did uh, brothers. But also, it's, it's because it's like anything else. It's like saying black on black crime. There is no black on black crime. Crime oh, is all, it's all proximity. It's, it's all proximity. It's who you're close to. So Back. she prosecuted who was brought to her. Yeah. And so that there is an unfair rub. I hope that she says, listen, I did my job. I did it to the best of my ability. No, I didn't want to uh, prosecute my own people all the time, but it was part of my job. And so I had to do the right thing in the eyes of the law and as a professional. I hope that she says it that way. Yeah. But to, to me, on, on a question like that, um, it's going to be interesting because the spin will always be, um, you know, you let your people down. But Come I on. think at the end of the day, she's going to, especially if I'm if I'm reading what I'm reading from her, she's going to be not only wise enough, but she's going to be sharp enough to catch those as soon as they come. Because the best way to kill something like that is to answer it immediately. Don't wait for it. Don't wait for it. Let it marinate. Just go ahead and boom, answer it immediately. Well, the women in the chat are riding for a hard, which might be an indication of how the country feels. Uh, they're all saying she did her job. She did yeah. her job. What can you, how do you, and that's the thing that I never understood about the whole argument. How are you going to be mad at somebody for doing their job well? Like, why she do her job so well? Why she lock up people that were criminals? Yeah. 
because they were criminals. Like, I mean, I don't understand what we're talking about right now. Yeah. If a dude committed a crime, you know, that reminds me of something that happened years ago. And I, it, it is stuck in my craw for all these. Yeah, still there, ain't it? Wow. It's still man. there. Like, I just coughed it. It's still there. Get it out now, man. Wow. I can't even get it out. Uh, yeah. I remember, I'll never, I'll never forget at the Million Man March. Uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson got lucky. He had to know where I'm going. Reverend Jesse Jackson stood up there in front of all these people and said, uh, "Mandatory minimums are racist, and if uh, you got uh, you got black men getting all this time for selling cocaine, they'll get five to ten years. But a white man sell crack. I mean, or uh, black men sell crack cocaine, get five to ten years. But a white man sells uh, uh, powder cocaine, only get a year or two. It's racist. And I was like, well, that's true." But if you don't sell drugs, you don't go to jail. Yeah. And, yeah. and I never understood why he didn't put that message out. And I kind of feel the same way in this regard about Kamala Harris. You, If you, if you don't commit a crime, you never have to see Kamala Harris in court. But I, 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 I know what you're saying, and I agree with it. But I also remember that speech. When you got to remember, man, he was speaking to for, for us, what ultimately was a pandemic, man, because we were being locked up for being in a car with somebody that had crack. We were being, getting time for being in the company of others, man. And it was just unreal how much of a witch hunt it was for black men at that point. So I, no, I agree. And we're still being locked up for that. Yeah. Like, that hasn't changed. Right. But yeah. at the same time, the, to me, the message should have been responsibility. And 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 we got to be better as black men because that's why they that's why Dr. Uh, Mr. Farrakhan brought us together was to teach us and say to us black men be more responsible, stop doing dumb ish and getting arrested and and getting yourself in situations where we're playing into the hands of of as he would say white America. So yeah. I, that's what I thought the message would have been. I thought he missed the mark on that speech, but nevertheless. Uh, my thought process on Kamala Harris is she did her job. She locked up the people who did crimes. She right. wasn't witch hunting and going out and saying, let me right. find random black people. Right, right. Let me see how home. many black people are on there. Right. That's not what she did. Right. She did, and then if, she did if she did, then they would try to say, you know, she's, uh, she's letting all the black people go and only prosecuting, you know, only prosecuting the white people. So then it would be a different scenario. So it's almost like you can't win for losing. You you know that you have to prosecute people. So right. if the people that you're prosecuting seem to be more black and brown, then then it's, oh, all you're doing is locking up. <laughs> well, if that's all that you got out in the area that she's in, that's what she's doing. And by the way, she's doing her job in the midst of a system, just like Uncle Noy said, that witch hunts for black and brown people. Right. So all she can do as a prosecutor is prosecute the case that's sitting in front of her. And and really, to be honest with you, in a lot of those cases, um, it's just who it is. Like, it's unfortunate that black men and Hispanic men are being locked up at such a high rate, but we've got to do a better job in our communities of trying to empower those communities to stay out of jail in the first place, to give well, them opportunities. And you also have to remember this, man, and I can't say it enough. She's got two things going against her out the gate. She's black and she's female. And so for her to even become a prosecutor is a bold move. That's a yeah. that's a boss move right In there. California. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you think about it, she did, and, and then to, to do it and succeed at it, both well for her character. Now, I think, again, um, I think they're going to go after her for that. But I, I would, I'm, I agree with Mama Noah that they, she's got to be equipped for this. I would imagine she's completely accepted the challenge and is up to it. So I, I can't wait to see what happens. Well, speaking of that, what happens, I'm going to ask you guys, what do you think the strategy for Mike Pence is tonight? What do you think he will employ to try to get Kamala off her game? I think the number one thing is going. he's going to go hard against her record. I think that's his only real weapon to try and and then go hard after Biden's record. I think he's going to attack those two things. Other than that, I don't know what other strategy he can use, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, what do you guys think about that one? Well, I think they'll try to use I, – I know they'll use Biden's record, especially his history, because, you know, what, 20, 30 years ago, he said some things in regard to uh, minorities and black people that have, you know, that have come back to bite him, you know. So I think they'll definitely go after him on that. But, you know, when you think about it, uh, as, as far as his strategy, it's, 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 it's all going to be deflect. It's all going to be confuse and deflect. Because you really, you think, here's a guy who's been kind of a coattail kind of guy all of his life. Facts. You know, he's he's not like a groundbreaker or anybody who's done anything great. You go, oh, this guy was wonderful. That's why he's VP. No, right. he was picked as VP because, first of all, he wouldn't challenge the president. He wouldn't challenge Trump. That's that's why he got the seat. But more importantly, I just, I, depending on, I guess it depends on who his strategists are that may provide him some level of competent information. But when you really think about it, uh, you know, I, every to me, every time he would come with something that I knew was true, I'd immediately say, you know what, that's right, that's true. And then I would say, and here's how I deal with that. And, and or my mind, something changed or, you know, I would I would just meet truth with truth every time and, and quell it because, you know, once somebody, once you admit something, you know, it's kind of hard to be beating that horse. Yeah. Well, he's meeting with, uh, from what I understand, he's meeting with Pete Buttigieg. Uh, so that's not a bad person to, to, to kind of work with to prep him for this debate. Uh, Pete is actually a pretty good debater in his own right, but um, I, I it's going to be interesting to see how he uh tackles all of this. And and again, I, I think his only uh, I think his only defense is the records. Uh, mm-hmm. would you agree with that, Miss Mama Noise? As Uncle Shake, <laughs> Mama Noise, Lord, Mama Noise. um. I, I I don't know. Uh, I guess because I don't even recall this man even speaking publicly. I, I don't recall him speaking on anything, talking about anything. He's always just been like, you know, he's on standby. Yeah. <laughs> but you never see him walk up to the podium to say anything. Maybe I'm the one that's out of the loop, but what do you mean significant? Like he's not saying anything significant. Right, like, right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know, every Rose Garden, uh, every every uh a White House um press, you know, there's never been him coming up front to speak up about anything. Have y'all, so, do y'all remember the cartoons where a guy would be standing there 
and then he's talking or whatever, and he's doing his thing, and then right over his shoulder, somebody will peek their head out and look yeah. over their shoulder. That's Mike <laughs> Pence. Mike Pence is the dude that peeks his head out, and you're like, oh, that's right, you there too. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even know you were there, bro. Um, you know, he reminds me of the Pink Panther. The who? The Pink Panther. Why the Pink Panther? That's interesting. Because it's just like music is playing, but he don't never say nothing. Oh, He's wow. doing all the movement. All you hear is dun 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 dun, but you but there's no you know. Skrr! I mean, he's doing all these things in the cartoon, Hilarious. but you never hear him say anything. But you, but you know, Pink Panther couldn't talk. You know that, right? Well, maybe uh, that's what we gonna discover about like this. And by the way, I, I announced yesterday that he decided that they decided to be plexiglass, and then later on in the day. The Republican Party said, no, we don't want the plexiglass. And then later on last night, they said, okay, maybe we need the plexiglass. So as of today, as of right now, there will be plexiglass for Mike Pence. Well, uh, speaking of which, what is it? For now, as of today, there's 14 people that have tested positive out of that garden party so far. Yeah. Yes. And they're, and still yeah. Adding. they're still adding. So you yeah. better get that plexiglass up if you want to look good for this for this particular debate. Well, it turned out that uh, uh, Harris is people are the ones who said that they must put up the plexiglass. And it was the Republicans going, no, we don't need it. You know, we don't want it. But then they finally agreed to go ahead and have it. And, uh, uh, you know, she like, just as a precaution anyway. uh, But I mean, I totally agree that the numbers are increasing of the people the joint chief of staffs that have all been in contact with him now they're all on quarantine just as precautionary measure i mean this is crazy it's gonna be like ain't nobody in the white house except him because everybody's been quarantined because of their exposure to him you you know you throw a horrible party when everybody at your party getting sick <laughs> that's a bad party right there yeah bad bad potato salad I was just, um, I'm, I'm intrigued with the idea, first of all, that you would argue that you don't need a plexiglass. I'm intrigued with that because how does your, you know, those, come on, man, those in your party that do have enough sense to know that this is spread through contact, through air, through, you know, whatever. It, it, it would seem like that would outrage them. It would like literally make them or enrage them and make them completely go, oh, man, what are we what are we dealing with here? Um, I, and, and then the White House right now, from our, our reports, is a ghost town. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So anybody rocking with them right now. <laughs> um, shout out to all the noisemakers that's out there. Uh, Marilyn Shavers, Erica Jackson, Anise Graves, Lily Hemphill, our wonderful daughter, Azaria Spence, taking a break from her studies to listen to mom and dad. Uh, we appreciate that. Everybody listening right now, we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, let's take a quick break. We're going to come right back. We got so much more to cover because uh, we want to talk about the strategy for Auntie Kamala. So we're going to get back to that. Auntie here. Kamala. Uh, you are listening to... Talking noise, which, 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 by the way, we have our first new sponsor, betonline.ag. So, 
Uh, shout yeah. out to Bet Online. We appreciate you for Woo. jumping on board with us. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Come right back. You're listening to Talking Noise. Hey, everybody. This is Lloyd Spencer, the Believe in the ACC show. And listen, the wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Guys, listen, I check out Bet Online all the time. It is a phenomenal website. Just everything you're looking for. It's like a better's paradise, y'all. You do not want to miss the opportunity to get on over there. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, because it never closes. Listen, so head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Tell them Charlie and Lloyd sent you. Hey everybody, it's Lloyd Spence, and I want to tell you about a brand new Facebook page called The Noisemakers. The Noisemakers page is where our fans can see all of the visuals, the videos of all of our podcasts, web series, and more. That's right, even this podcast, Talking Noise, you can see me, Kenyatta, and Shake on The Noisemakers Facebook page. See us daily. See all our shows, like Believe in the ACC, featuring myself and Charlie Ward, The Five, Uncorked Wine, and much, much more. Check us out on Facebook, The Noisemakers page, and become a noisemaker today. All right, we are back. And just a quick friendly reminder to everybody that we have our VP debate watch party tonight. Woo! 7.30 p.m. right here on the Noisemakers Facebook page. You don't want to miss it. We're going to have a ball. Uncle Noise is going to be here raising all the ruckus. Ruckus. Mama Spence is going to be here snapping them up and fussing everybody out. You know. <laughs> And I'll be here to just kind of referee the whole thing. <laughs> and with my popcorn and my meal. I'm telling you, my food is ready. It's going to be good and I cannot wait. It's going to taste so good. It's going to taste so much better because, you know, I get to watch somebody's behind get whooped on live TV. <laughs> Let's All get right. ready to rumble. <laughs> Shout out to Alan Brown joining us here. He said Dick Cheney's cardiologist said last night that he suspects uh, DJ uh, Donald J, uh, J. Trump is Agent Zero, the source of the outbreak. Wow! No, ah. wow! So uh, that that's probably true. Mm. That's probably true because nobody out of all the people that are probably there, I don't know if anybody is as reckless and as as uh just a source. You know, uh, I, I didn't, I forgot to put this up. <laughs> Marilyn Shaver says Trump is bad potato. Is the bad potato. He is, he is the bad potato of the bad potato salad. So wow. I that right before we went to break, I, I forgot to put that up. That was funny to me. But anyway, guys, what is uh, Auntie Kamala's strategy? What What do you think her strategy is going to be for tonight? Mm. Well, one, she can, she can definitely hammer him on his choices in terms of his voting record. You know, his vote that was the tie-breaking vote that got Betsy DeVos 
um, into office. Okay. It, it was his vote. And then, you know, he's real deep with the whole anti-choice movement. Not in, It's not anti-abortion. It's anti-choice. He mm. spearheads that whole movement. So, mm. you know, but when you start thinking about um, the things that he hasn't done, you know, uh, you know, he's been, he does all of his stuff in the shadows. All of his stuff is yes. never see it until it's too late. The, yeah. the, the um, a nomination of Neil Gorsuch, the same thing um, in the shadows. And, you know, that that's the whole thing, working on the Supreme Court to the point that it's a six to three. Um, that's really their, their biggest goal. And he's been the main one driving that. Um, oh. yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, I saw that too. Yeah, don't, we're gonna we're gonna bring that up in just a minute. So don't just hold off on that one. Okay. I know you, I know oh, what you're yeah. old for. Um, I'm gonna tell you, I think her strongest strategy is real simple: back him into the corner and keep punching. Uh-huh. It's that yeah. simple. And I and I and I think it's an easy thing. You got to hammer him on COVID. You got to hammer him on on all of the the, the stuff that that. His boss has been saying about social injustice. You got to hammer him as to why his boss won't denounce white supremacy. Now, yeah. watch what will happen tonight. If Kamala is smart, yeah. she will make him make the pledge to white supremacy. And watch this. If Mike Pence is the Christian that he claims that he is, mm-hmm. he will stand against white supremacy which would be the worst thing to happen against Donald Trump. Because now, in the next debate, Joe Biden can say, well, doggone, man, your own vice president stood against white supremacy. Why (laughs) won't you do it? To me, that is the greatest win that can happen from the night. If Mm. she can back him into that corner and force him to stand on his so-called faith, and I'm not questioning a man's faith, but if you say you have faith and you love Jesus, and Jesus loves everybody, then you can't be a white supremacist, right? <laughs> so, so I'm thinking it's going to be interesting. And also, Lily says uh, he's very anti-gay. So that'll also be a part of the conversation tonight. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Give well, me I was saying, Get in the road, kick the chair out from under him. These snakes will trip on their own. Uh, and he used a, a wonderful emoji there. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. says, wow, he needs to pay all of that uh, that he owes in taxes. Does he owe taxes, too? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I haven't heard that Pence owes taxes. Breaking news? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fact that, that one, Maryland, I don't know. If he owes taxes, too, man, man, what kind of White House is this? Everybody, everybody in the White House don't pay their taxes. Mm-mm. Zari <laughs> said, fighting fire with lightning and crossfire. I like that. I like that. I, I, I think that uh, I think you're you're spot on when you say her, what her strategy should be, and the main thing to me is to re- remain smooth, because if you can remain yeah, smooth, yeah. first of all, you can quell all the stuff that happened in the first, um, whatever that was, you know, what I'm saying debate or you if you want to call it that, the childhood schoolyard fight or whatever, yeah. So, remain smooth that she'll win right there because he has to I'm telling you man he has to do, do all he can to muck it up if he doesn't muck it up he can't win 
I, I don't think he can though, Shake. I really unless he does something, unless he surprises us all tonight and and becomes does a complete personality switch. I don't I've never we haven't seen that personality in him in, in four years. But sir, if you ain't seen him, it's because you haven't seen him. And that's because we haven't seen him. So I, I just don't think that's in him. I just don't think it's in him. So I think he knows he's in trouble and it's gonna be ugly, but it's gonna be fun to watch. Well, listen, bro, did you see? Okay, come on. Trump. This is what Miss Noyes was laughing at just a minute ago. Uh, well, let me get – I'm sorry. This is what she was laughing at a minute ago. The U.S. Second Court of Appeals rejected President Trump's claim to keep his taxes from being uh, revealed, this, uh, the, the returns, full returns revealed. So he must turn over all his tax records to the New York prosecutors that just went down today. Ladies and gentlemen, the subpoena has gone down today. Uh, President Trump can no longer block it. So now we're going to see even more. Now, I don't know if if if, if uh, they'll be able to do anything before the election, but here's what makes this interesting to me. Uh-huh. Once the records have been fully revealed, and I think they're coming in so hard on these records because there is a propensity to believe that there has been illegal activity, which, I mean, that's not a stretch to right. think that there could be some illegal activity. Now, so if we're talking about illegal activity, you he is hiding right now under the blanket of the presidency because, yeah. as I understand, you can't arrest a sitting president. Right. But you can't arrest an ex-president. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can absolutely arrest an ex-president. And I think the uh, the prosecutors in Manhattan are saying, listen, once November 4th comes around and you are no yeah. longer going to be in office on we January 21st, we're going to January 20th, we're walking you out the White House in silver bracelets. <laughs> So I think that's what this is all about. I think they're setting up for a grand finale of the like of which we've never seen coming out of this office. But very interesting. What are your th- guys? What are your thoughts on uh, the prosecutors in New York and Manhattan now will have access to the full all of those tax records he's been trying to hold on to and oh, it's not time yet. You can't see it. I'm going through an audit. Well, don't matter if you go through an audit or not. Uh, we're gonna need to see them records, Playboy. Bring that over here. Yeah. What do y'all think about all that? Well, I I don't know. It just seems like every time they get this dude, he's like uh you know a a fish out of water with you trying to hold on to it with wet hands. He just seems to slip out of your hands every time, even when it gets down to it with the you know from from. It just seems like the whole thing throughout his presidency when he got. With with the Russian thing, and then with you know with with the you know all his just so much stuff that he's done, you just like man, I'm I'm glad to see it, but it's just like yay, okay, but you know they gonna find some reason at the last minute to say you know we can't do that to him uh, because it just seems like so much stuff keeps coming in in his favor to keep the American people from uh, seeing actual charges. On well, his on different things he's done. It's it's his camaraderie. It's his partners that are keeping him afloat. 
It's your Mitch McConnells and your Lindsey Grahams and your Rand Pauls and those guys. That's a, that's just keeping them afloat. But let let this situation first of all let him lose the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, even and I, I I I've come to this kind of I I think he won't go quietly. Of course, I think he'll put up a fight. And as a matter of fact, they're already mounting a uh, uh, a way to contest. The election, he's already planning that. He got lawyers that are going to go to states that are swing states and try to tie it up as much as possible in legal ramblings and everything. So he's not going to go easily. But I think um, to the to the idea that he's going to get some some new, you know, a couple of new necklaces and some, some ankle chains and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I saw him in a silver suit one time. He looked good in it, you know. And yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and I think uh, it could help him. You know, it could really help him get his life together. You know, you know, six, ten, twenty years. You know, to a vacation, and uh, you know, be with the fellas. You know, what I'm saying the people that really care about you. Uh, uh, I think it could be good for him. I think it would be very good for him. Yeah, uh, it would definitely be good for the country. It would definitely be great for the country. Oh God! Andrew Jackson said uh, Trump was riding high his first three years, but 2020 is whooping his hair. Literally, like that sucker was crooked like last time we saw. Um, did you did you ever see the thing? Did you ever? I still haven't seen. I, I still haven't seen. I keep forgetting to go online and see it. Uh, <laughs> my, my beautiful daughter said Trump is on his last leg at this point. The more he's exposed, the worse off his campaign will be, and shall lead to his downfall. Count on it. Uh, while we've been sitting here, there is breaking news out of Uh-oh. Texas. The pastor of Gateway Church here in Fort Worth, uh, was at the Rose Garden. Oh, Lord. And he preached this past Sunday mm-hmm. at his church. Mm-hmm. And there is considerable backlash. Uh, and and I, I think there has been a strong call for him to go into quarantine um, by people in Fort Worth saying, dude, your church is entirely too big. For uh, for you to be up preaching and talking to people and all that good stuff, uh, you need to carry your behind home. So uh, it has not been confirmed yet that he has uh, coronavirus. It, the first test that he took came back negative. However, he is one of the people that was there in the Rose Garden. So uh, there is a huge backlash today in Fort Worth toward the pastor at Gateway Church uh, over him being a part of the contingency that was there for Amy Conan Bar- uh, Barrett's uh, nomination. So that's interesting. We'll have to keep our eyes on that. Breaking well, news is a little strong, more of a developing story. I well, but see, he's he's got uh, so many campuses throughout the Metroplex. So and if he's visiting those on a regular basis. Right, he's like he's like a, a, a like a doctor who has residency at several different hospitals. Yeah, he, he's got he's at several different campuses all over the metroplex. There's one in Dallas. There's one in Fort Worth. There's one. I mean, there's so many of them, and so the fact that he's still preaching, you know, you know, not online but in house, face to face with people. It's a this, strong yeah, this past Sunday, Robert Morris, who is the pastor, Robert Morris. Uh, I think I forgot to say that, but he's Robert Morris. He preached in front of a crowd where numerous people have tested for the coronavirus. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the, the crowd Sunday. Uh, he preached in front of 
Yes, he preached on stage in front of a crowd Sunday after attending the White House uh, Rose Garden party. So let me let me let me understand this because first of all, Robert Morris is not the pastor of the Gateway Church Fort Worth. He's no, South the, Lake. South Lake. Okay, you said yeah, Fort South Worth. Lake. Yeah. Well, the story's coming out of Fort Worth. They they had okay. the press conference day in Fort Worth. So was it the was it Robert Morris actually? Yeah, Robert was he Morris, the actual one that pre. Yes. Say it again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Robert wow. Preached. Yeah, at the church in front of a crowd. So that who okay. knows and who knows what that could potentially mean. But uh, I think the uh, Fort Worth Star Telegram felt it necessary to let people know because if he is in people's faces and he was at this party, then he, there's a potential risk that he brought back from Fort Worth. Oh, I'm sorry, from Washington, D.C. To Fort Worth, or to South Lake, rather. Let me keep. I keep saying Fort Worth, but to South Lake to his congregation. So this is a, this is not a small story. This is definitely a developing story that we'll have to keep eyes on. Um, you know, I'm intrigued that he would go to that, go there. He I'm has not. a huge, he has a huge black uh, uh, faction in his church, and I'm just, I'm, I'm. I'm you know, this points I'm to not, something we have not. not dealt with. We have not dealt with evangelicals to the degree that we should deal with it because, man, I'm, I'm, I just don't get it. I, I just don't, I don't understand why, especially black people are still there. Evangelicals in this country, and, and, and brace yourselves, noisemakers, for what I'm about to say. Evangelicals in this country revealed themselves 12 years ago yeah. when a black man became president in, in, in the United States of America. Yeah. They revealed themselves. And we found out why a lot of them, and I mean a lot of them, are truly racist. Yeah. Now, they can hide behind Israel. They can hide behind abortion all day long. But the truth of the matter is, the rhetoric that was coming out of the mouths of so many evangelicals over and has been coming out of the mouth of so many evangelicals over the past 12 years has been nothing short of atrocious. Yeah. And and very disrespectful and, and downright evil. Yeah. And so the racism has been brewing over the last 12 years. And it started to, the, the, you saw the pot bubbling the moment Trump got in the office. And now it is bubbling over and spilling all onto the stove now. And so we're seeing what evangelical Christianity looks like in America in 2020. Do, do, was it me or do, was it that when Donald Trump came to Dallas that he met the police department and uh, and Robert, uh, the pastor of Gateway Church at yeah. the Gateway Church. Uh, that's where they they met at, where they had what was a thousand dollar plates. Um, I, I think it was Gateway Church. It was either Gateway Church or um, well, what's, what's the one always marching against uh, the church that's always. Oh God! What the downtown Dallas? You mean huge? Uh, yeah, huge. Pastor, yeah, yeah. Pastor uh, Jer uh, Jeremiah. Um, no, Jeffrey. Uh, I know the one you're talking about. Is it Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Jeffrey's. Jeffrey's. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those two churches. But Robert Morris has been in lockstep with, with the Republican Party for a long time. And, and listen, I don't have a problem with you being in lockstep with the Republican Party. I have a problem with you being in lockstep with a racist. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I, have with you, I have a problem with you spouting out egregious, misinformed information from your pulpit to where you preach to thousands of people, including people that look like me. I have a massive problem with that. Mm. So uh, the other bra did you see? Uh, we talked about it a minute ago. Uh, or we didn't talk about it a minute ago, but mm -hmm. I popped it up a minute ago. Trump will not sign a new stimulus package, he says, before the election. So if you uh -oh. want to get that extra $1,200, I'll see you on November 3rd, says our says, says the president of the United States. I'm correcting my Wait question. a minute. The, CNN said that they he sent out almost 20-some-odd tweets in regard to this stimulus package thing overnight. Oh, is he walking it back now? No, it's just that, you know, they was like, first you was riding for this. Right. Now you're like, mm, I'm not really sure. Well, he saw the political angle. And now he's saying, yeah. hmm, maybe if I hold back that stimulus package, I can convince them to vote for me. Listen, whether we get that stimulus check in November or whether we get it in January or February, we good. <laughs> well, that, that points to I something. Go ahead, I'm sorry. It points to something broader in that, you know, one of the things that I've been arguing with quite a few of, you know, people that I know is that a lot of, especially and unfortunately black people feel like this guy is the one opportunity they'll get to come up. Meaning that, you know, because not just the stimulus package, but these grants, the loans, all these things, they direct that completely to uh, Donald Trump. And so this is the one time in their history that they'll get a leg up and get a chance to actually come up and come out. And so that that seems to be a pretty heavy argument within the black community as far as like why you would vote for this guy and why you would keep him in office, why you would keep Republicans in office because he's our chance to get, you know, get up. And I keep saying the same thing and some people are hearing it, but they're not. He's not for you. He just happened to put something in place that you were able to take advantage of. It had nothing to do with black people that the, the loans, the grants, the stimulus, the small businesses, he don't give a rip about no small business. You see how many he's ruined over the course of his life or the over the course of his career you know you got documented yeah. hundreds of documented cases of small yeah. that mm -hmm. screwed i mean royally screwed to the point that they went out of business they literally lost their company so if you think he's doing this for you then you're sadly mistaken but that seems to be a pervasive argument, you know, with a lot of black people. Well, this is the one time we're going to be, you know, we can get $50,000 in a grant. We can get a, up to a million dollars in a loan. And this, we don't have to pay it back for 10 years. And uh, that's exactly the argument that I'm hearing from our brothers. And check this out. You got that loan on the deaths of 217,000 people. Yeah. And rising. Feeling good about that, are you? Listen, I listen. I understand the 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 the, the loans that you're getting, the EID, EIDLs and SBAs. I get it, and 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 you should. 
have access to that. But you got access to it because he almost crippled your business, man. Yeah. He almost destroyed small. Listen, this dude almost single-handedly because of his negligence to deal with something that he knew was a problem. He knew it was a problem. He single-handedly had almost destroyed America by himself. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, okay. The least you could do is try to save those businesses. And by the way, you didn't try to save those businesses by yourself. Mm. You, you save those businesses on the recommendation of the, the others, like the Democrats who said, listen, dude, you blew this. You got to fix it. Well, and, and and he didn't try to say he went after he tried to save his big business friends. He tried to save big corporate America. Yeah, he crap about small businesses and all he that. Listen, he has not cared in the least. And yes, Anise, you are one thousand percent correct to hold that stimulus money back from people who desperately need it. Right? Yeah, now is quid pro quo. Quid, Quid pro quo. You are trying to say, in a nutshell, I'll give you the money if you vote for me. Dude, you are completely out of order. Facts. But you've been out of order, so what What else is new? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing new. What else is new? My goodness. Um, Listen, former CIA director Michael Aiden, uh, who was served under Bush, served under uh, Clinton, he said reelecting this dude is just bad for America. He said he said America and and US intelligence is going to suffer tremendously. Oh my god. By uh bringing this guy back and I completely agree with him. Mm. Um AG Cameron is back in the news. Okay. You guys will love this. When was he out? <laughs> well, he never left, but he came back to speak on his feelings. Meg the Stallion hurt my feelings. <laughs> what? She and Ben, she and Ben Crump hurt my feelings. They call me evil what? and disgusting and a slave owner, and I don't like that. Oh, oh, oh wow. <laughs> is that what he said? He said they disrespected him. It was he, he called it disgusting. He said their their oh, comments yeah. have been disgusting, and and uh and and he said that um. Benjamin Crump is running the, the same play, playbook. It's his uh, Crump model. In fact, he says he goes into a city, creates a narrative, cherry picks facts to establish to prove that narrative, creates chaos in the community, misrepresents the facts, and then leaves with his money and then asks the community to pick up the pieces. And it's terribly offensive on his part to put such narratives and such falsehoods. Now, wait a minute. Word, yeah, wait a minute. Word. Based, based on what he just said, isn't that exactly what he did? Well, I'm trying to understand what fault I'm not talking about being Trump in that what Cameron did. But I'm trying to figure out what falsehoods Benjamin Crump pushed. The falsehood of saying a black woman was murdered in her own home. The fact that uh, this case was tried by somebody before it was ever tried. The fact that the evidence that was presented to the grand jury. Exactly what part are you calling false, A.G. Daniel Cameron? Dude, you are a clown show. I'm saying. You're a clown show. Hey, one of my Facebook friends said they going to stop saying uh, Uncle Tom and just call him uh, uh, Uncle Daniel Cameron. Cameron. Uncle Cameron. That's that's more. He is the modern Uncle Tom right now. Well, uh, I, I thought that was modern Uncle Tom right now. 
I, I, I got to say it again, man. You guys give Uncle Tom a bad name, man. When you compare this guy to Uncle Tom, you give Uncle Tom a bad name. Uncle Tom really was a hero, man. Because Uncle Tom wouldn't have done this. Well, no, we got to get our history straight. Man. The history, right. 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 No, you're right. Yeah, Tom you're was right. doing with the save black people. He clowned and cooned to save black people. Here's a brother who was part of the Underground Railroad. He was. He right. knew what he was doing. Yeah. You right. might not agree with it from the outside looking in, but he was a hero. A.G. Cameron ain't no hero, man. No, you know what? You're so nah. right, Jake. And, and, and going forward, we will not disrespect Uncle Tom in that manner ever again. You're, co you're completely right. Because uh, we do know the history on this show, and he's yeah. right. He was. He was. While he wasn't what some people thought he should have been, he was exactly what he needed to be to free his people. So well, the next two, news I need to. For, yep. For two hundred thirty people, he was what he needed to be. Yes. Two hundred thirty people that went through that underground railroad. He was exactly, exactly what he right. Needed. Well, that's exactly that, right. That also says that the you know how we quote a lot of different things without knowing the backstory. And understanding that that Uncle Tom thing has been passed down, down, down. I mean, generation after generation, people are talking about, oh, he Uncle Tom and his stuff. And we have no understanding of the, you know, uh, the history of Uncle Tom. But, but that's why I always say research, do some research. You know, yeah. another example, an incredible example is people use the word and the name Nimrod to mean something bad. When biblically Nimrod was a black hero in the Bible, Nimrod was was considered like a Hercules. He was a great hunter. He was a great man. And so we've used, uh, and that's part of the undermining of the black culture through Euro European society. Is the whole idea is to make all of our heroes something ne negative, something nasty, something demeaning. And I'm yeah. just saying we gotta we gotta get. We can't come up until we do our own. Homework and our own research. Absolutely, mm -hmm. and, and we and we got to stop whitewashing our our own history. You're absolutely. Oh right. wow! Start yeah, there. Whitewashing right. our own history. Uh, some things I'm looking forward to. Well, I'm not looking forward to this. And about, oh, before we get to looking forward to, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I almost forgot this moment. Um, legendary guitarist, co-founder of the group Van Halen, Eddie yeah. Van Halen, passed at 65 lost his bout or won his bout depending on how you want to look at it uh with cancer uh and and passed on yesterday his ex-wife uh valley bertinelli heartbroken uh i think he survived by i think he only i think he only had the one son wolfgang wolfgang i think wolfgang was his only son uh but just just a tough loss man 2020 like i said ain't playing with y'all he just man tough 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 loss uh, to the musical community, and our thoughts and prayers are with he, he and his family uh, during this tough, tough time. Uh, and 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 the one thing that makes the, any passing in 2020 so hard is that uh, they can't be celebrated like they normally would be. Uh, right. that, that, so the circumstances grossly change uh, in in that regard. So uh, another um, thing that I forgot to mention in regards to that uh, to uh, brothers, you see. A poll was done, and 56% of voters expect violence after the election on November 3rd. I, I wonder they, why. And they didn't, excuse me, and they didn't say which way they thought the election was going to turn out. They just said there's there's going to be violence. It Listen, 2020 feels like it is culminating into something. 
But I hope that's not it. I hope that's not it. But it does feel like it's culminating into something. Well, you got a, you got a, a guy in the White House who is literally boasting about his connections to the militia, about how much he's supported by um, not just right wing, but, but outright racist um, hate groups and telling them to, you know, for example, the, the group, I won't say their name, stand down and stand back. Right. Meaning when, when this is, you know, he's got, he's saying to them, go out to these elections and bully people that come, especially minorities, obviously, that don't look and think the way you do. He's literally saying that. So, of course, you're expecting violence because they're going to try to do everything they can to, first of all, at the election, at the polls, keep you from voting, but then also to try to intimidate you afterwards. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So he's literally running a playbook from the 1950s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Yeah. Just... That's a that's incredible. Just the thought of that is incredible to me. Well, he's running he's running the same playbook he ran in 2016 in yeah. his campaign when he said, you know, don't be nice with them police officers. Uh, we would have that guy would have went out of here on a stretcher. Da, 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 all these uh, wicked, evil things that espouse violence. He, that's the same playbook he did then. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, uh, I want to add to the bruh. Did you see? Good. Yeah. Uh, bruh, did you see last night the city of New York had so many people packed out there burning their masks in protest to the New York City shutdown? Oh, no, I did not see that. Wow. Right here on the news, they look like they're having a bonfire of people all surrounded from all different directions with a big fire in the middle of them burning their mask in protest because I told you the mayor was shutting down, you know, the uh, different areas in New York city because of the increase of COVID-19. And then the, they were starting the kids back to school, but then they decided not to the kids to start school in certain counties and just shut it all down. And so they are like, well, they tore up with it. And so they out burning masks and, Looking like a bonfire and all is happening. Let, let me just take a wild stab in the dark here. <laughs> a lot of those people don't look like us, do they? Well, see, I'm going I'm to take a, a word from the playbook of one of the noisemakers that said, in the dark, we all look black. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they're doing. <laughs> in the dark. Some of us glow a little more than others. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would imagine the people that are glowing behind that glorious campfire. Right, right, right. Like us. You know, I, I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to take my hat off just like you took your glasses off so I can say this <laughs> right into the camera. Oh, wait. <laughs> 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 to my brothers and sisters that don't look like us, what is your problem? Are you, did you just not like to follow rules? I don't get it. I understand. The mask is hard to breathe in. I get it. But it gets easier over time, first of all. Yeah. And guess what? You're saving a life. That's all you're doing. That's all we're asking you to do. Maybe you're not saving your life. Maybe you don't care about your life. That's fine. Because you at least care about everybody else. 
Because you care about your local grocery worker who's risking their life every single, has risked their life every single day of this pandemic to feed your hungry tail? Can you care about your restaurant workers who are delivering your food or, or can you just care about people outside of people that look like you? Mm. That's all we ask you to do. Just put on the damn mask. It ain't hard. I'm just saying. Okay. That's just a friendly announcement from us here at Talking Noise. Well, you know, Spence, after further review of the video, you are absolutely correct. When the light was shined on the people, the people were people that had no color. I'm just saying, why is this so hard? It's a just put on the mask, man. Woman, <laughs> just put it on. Every you, time I go to a store, you can bet your bottom dollar. Mm. There'll be at least one person that don't look like me, don't look like my friend Raul, don't look like my friend Umfume. They look like Becky. You can bet your bottom dollar there's one Becky in the store and he or she don't have a mask on or she got the mask like this. Yeah. You know, she don't want to wear it like this or she got it under her nose like this. Or yeah. She, I'm like... And got an attitude. And got an attitude got, like what? And want to fight. Want to fight. I'm telling you, you, in the beginning of the pandemic, there was a there was a video on local news that showed... Uh, 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 a person that don't look like me. Let me put it that way. And uh, she showed up at the Fiesta grocery store and they said, ma'am, you can't come in the store without a mask on. She not only, because she had been shopping in the store and they told her she needed to put on a mask. She got mad and 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 act like she was gonna leave the store, and then just start throwing all the stuff that was in her basket. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I mean, a temper, an adult temper tantrum in the store when they just said, "Okay, because guess what? If you don't want to do that, then you know your option is to leave the store." She's like, "Not only am I gonna leave the store, I'm gonna throw everything in my basket to let you know how mad I am that I, you know, I refuse to comply." But when you live your life under the blanket of privilege every single day and mm-hmm. no one ever gets to tell you how to do it, how to live it, I'm I'm I have the right and it's my right as a when you live your life like that and you've lived it your entire life. Mm. Now that somebody's trying to tell you there's a rule that you have to follow, you think your privilege is supposed to allow you to live above that rule. Mm. I would never pull a stunt like that. They would have called the police on me quick. Oh, no, no, no. Me the angry black woman oh, in the oh, store. They're gonna do more than call you an angry black woman. And then they're gonna take me away. But what not before they police? not before they toss you to the ground and possibly put your handcuffs, tase me, yeah. and all this other stuff that would happen to me if yeah. I was to pull a stunt like that. Here's 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 where we are. Is it's not just the idea of privilege, but it, there's a there's a me and an I that have just taken over this country. Of course, it was built on that, but it's it's literally in, reinforced itself over the last twelve years. You know, if you think about it, when um, 
President Obama was in office, the mantra for the country was, yes, we can. Right. We. Yes, we can. Yeah. And, but the, the church, first of all, rejected that. And then not the larger, I won't say the larger part of white America rejected that because you had a lot of people that agreed with that messaging. But the reality is enough people were incensed and angered to the point that, what about me? What about I? And that's where we are now. And so I, th I think that, you know, again, if we're shocked by any of this, if we're surprised by any of this, it's, it's our fault for being shocked and surprised because it's been going on all along, man. And uh, shout out to Tammy, man. I'll see her on the uh, thing she talked about. She told us who the community was the yeah. other day in Brooklyn. Um, but, but when you see, when you see, again, when you see white people doing certain things, I'm always intrigued with the idea that this is for me, but then they don't think about their own families. Here's Trump, sick in office, leaving the hospital, spreading his germs and everything to not only the Secret Service, to anybody else around him. Now we've believed that he's ground zero and he's in the office. He, and he's you know, out among the um, in the public, and mm -hmm. nobody is saying anything about that. Nobody, especially in his camp, but his camp's dropping like flies all around him. Yeah, yeah. I, and again, I, I don't want to put everybody in the same box because that yeah. speech that I gave wasn't for every person of white out in America. Because I, I, there are plenty of people. That, and let me say this. I got plenty of friends that I grew up with. I had the pleasure of going to a school where we were white, we were black, we were everything, but we all had one thing, Kong, we had no money. And that common thread of not having money bonded us together and built relationships and friendships that have lasted a lifetime. Shout out to the, uh, uh, one of my homies, Kevin uh, uh, James out there. He's out there. And his beautiful wife, Shelly. Uh, shout out to just so many Ke uh, Kenny Ackridge. I can think of guys like that. Bill McAnally, guys that I grew up with who who we all grew up and understood that we needed each other. And it wasn't mm -hmm. about the color of our skin, but it was about who we were as people. And that and that has been our mantra even to this day. But we having said that, there is a community out there, man, that just is infuriating. And it's not surprising in any way. We're just tired, man. We, we, we are living and walking in literal PTSD over the fatigue of white privilege right now. Oh, my God. We're just tired of it. It was just it, at some point it's 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 just fatiguing. It's you just go enough. Please just stop. We get it. You have an advantage. Hey, one of my posts on Facebook one time was <laughs> attention, Facebook family. Your black friends. Yeah. Are exhausted. Oh, we're exhausted. <laughs> we're exhausted. <laughs> we get it. We get it, Karen. We know you can walk in the store without your mask and nothing is going to happen to you. We get it. We yeah. get it. Uh, we get it, Becky. We know you can uh, throw throw all the masks on the ground in the Target and nobody's going to do anything. Right. To the ground or beaten. We get it. We get it, uh, Susan. You can go and uh, make a false claim in the park towards a black man. We get it. But can't you just stop? Please. I mean, the, 
the thing the 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 one that really still blows my mind to this day is the woman who said i need to get back to work and opened up her salon in the middle of a shutdown and was was i mean applauded by people that don't look like me because she went ahead and said i need to get back to work and i'm going back to work i don't care what the black uh 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 was the black judge that said you know what he said and then they started a gofundme account where it went over a million dollars and then she was invited to speak at the republican oh and now she's running for office and now she's running for office I mean, office. That is, if that is not the path of white privilege, I don't know what it is. When they came to give her the the when the police came, or not the police, but the 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 different committee that was uh sent to go around and issue these um uh not warrants, but they, citations. They were sent to issue citations to businesses that were trying to stay open or or whatever during this time of shutdown. She tore it up, balled it up, and dropped it off. I mean, they're standing there looking like, oh, okay. And I mean, she was applauded, applauded, and then other opportunities open for this helper. She ended up running for office. Now she ended up getting a million dollar GoFundMe. There were people that are struggling during this thing that could have used your GoFundMe. You want some money to donate to somebody, donate to some people that are struggling instead of applauding this helper. Jesse Downs said, I think best in four simple words, the white American dream. Man, you hit it right on the head, bro. That is so true. It's just, it's, it's really unbelievable, but not unbelievable. Not in any way unbelievable. It is the reality that we have faced for so many years, and we are tired. We're just tired. But you know what yeah. happens when people get tired? They start fighting back. Well, it's this. Go ahead. There's two things. First of all, this country is founded on rebellion. Yes. So come on. The woman, the woman that did that and all these other Amy's and Karen's and Becky's and whatever you want to call them, they're just following the script, the model that they see and the country's built on. Mm-hmm. But I, here's some breaking news for white America. And I and I want you to hear, listen, I'm a I, I gotta do this the same way. Mr. Norris did his thing. Let me, let, me, let me give you the feature. Here we go. <laughs> if you think we are your enemy, and I'm speaking it for black people, yeah, then you're wrong. You got the wrong enemy. We're only 13% of this country, and our numbers are going down. Your real enemy is, is taking over this country one baby at a time. Uh oh. Well, <laughs> if, it's all about, if it's all about your security and your numbers and you not being the minority, then we're the wrong enemy. Uh-oh. Thank you. <laughs> listen, mm. listen, you said a mouthful there, sir. You said a mouthful <laughs> there. You said a mouthful there. And Brother Jesse Townsend agrees with you. <laughs> you said a mouthful there. And, and by the way, there, if, if, you, if you're looking for a, the real enemy, there's two groups that are taking over this country. And one of them got some money. 
Yeah. And and well organized. Actually, you could say there's three groups, really. And they're organized and they bringing over people by the plane loads. Come on. And it ain't, it ain't us. Right. We ain't even got organized yet. We still yeah. trying to stay. We just trying to keep from getting killed in the street. The other two groups are very organized and they're taking over strip malls and they're taking over shopping centers oh, and they're buying apartment complexes. And I'm telling you, while you quietly trying to attack us, they are quietly and succinctly taking yeah. over. Taking and over. buying up everything. You're giving it to them. They're not just, right. they, it ain't like they got to sneak and take over. You're giving it to them. So let me say this. Your real fear should be us aligning with them. Yeah. Because if the yeah. three of us ever all get on the same page. Do y'all remember hearing the story about Smithfield Foods? Smithfield Foods is a place that um, makes all the bacon, and they yeah. had yes they were yeah. yes. they were shut down because they had so many COVID cases and people right. was upset wondering if the bacon was still gonna make it to the supermarket and stuff because they were responsible because they got different labels but the the core factory is Smithfield yeah yes well Smithfield is not even owned. No. By anybody that lives in the United States. Yeah, yeah. It was recently purchased by an Asian purchaser. I'm just saying. So it's, it's, you got the wrong. You got the wrong group. You, you find the wrong. Yeah. And that's the, the wrong that's, that's the that's the hard part. Is like. You, you, which is also confusing as to why you would try to black, buy the black vote, because when you think about it, yeah, we and we we were I talked about this a little bit last week. The influence of the black vote and and black Americans on this on this uh, race, but the truth of the matter is, we have influence, but we don't have the numbers, and mm -hmm. we've never had the numbers. Yeah, we well, we got the legal numbers. Meaning, <laughs> meaning, meaning, a lot of us are legally, you know, that's a whole nother conversation, a whole nother show. Okay. Uh, listen, we want to remind you that tonight at seven thirty, you do not want to. Miss, we appreciate everybody joining us. Just enjoy today. We gonna have a ball tonight. During the VP debate watch party starting at 7:30. Listen, turn off your big TV or do what I do. I listen, I have figured out during this pandemic how to really make my nice TV work for me. So I put my stuff, put stuff like this on my TV. So if you got a fire stick or a Roku or something like that, just go to Facebook Watch. We'll be live or YouTube and we'll be live. And you can put us right there on your big screen and watch us right there and watch the debate. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, just cast it. Yeah, just cast. It's called casting, for those who may or may not know. <laughs> just cast us right there. It's going to be so much fun, guys, tonight. We're going to pop our bottles. We're going to get our popcorn. I got my food ready. ready. I'm about to Uncle Noah said he's going to have chocolate wine and a, a stogie. Yes, yes. Listen, I got I got a nice spinach and kale uh mix getting ready to be prepared here tonight. Yes, sir. 
delight, delight. <laughs> We're going to have a good time tonight. We want y'all to pull up on us and let's have a good time and enjoy each other. Guys, what are your parting thoughts for tonight? We'll start with the lovely and delicious Mrs. Talking Noise. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm going to keep reiterating the that we must prepare. We must yeah. um do the research. We must plan and we must execute. I was doing some research last night on a couple of the local. That's the part. We must research the local candidates. Yes. Do your research. Some of these people got great commercials on TV and my mailbox is full of the different leaflets and 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 brochures and stuff from all these different candidates but when you get online this is the technology age you have the opportunity to get online and research these people everybody look good on tv but what is it do they believe what is it that they stand for is that what your vote i mean let that be what it is that helps you decide what to vote for don't just vote all democrat or all whatever don't do that Go through and vote. I know it's time consuming because there's a lot of people that are running, but you got time right now. Don't let that be your excuse for voting some of these crazy people back in the office. Well, you said a mouthful. We got time right now. We all at the house. Ain't nobody going to work, Carly. <laughs> you got time. You got time. Uncle Noise, your thoughts, sir. Dave Chappelle said that all Black people owe it to themselves to go immediately to your gun stores and your sporting goods stores and purchase firearms. Now, he wasn't saying that lightly, although it was a joke. But a lot of things will change in this country when you even the playing field. And as, with respect to the idea that the militia and, and all these racist groups will be at the polls, I think about the coup that took place in Louisville, Kentucky, when the white militia met the black militia. And of course, the police were in the middle, which some would call that a militia. But I think about what took place, nothing. Nobody was killed. Few people, you know, you had some, some combatants. But force met force. And we can't be afraid anymore. When you cast your vote, you know, the best way to do it, if, if you can, is to do absentee ballot or vote early. But if you must go to those lines, go in groups. Go, take, get your mom, get your uncles and your brothers and your cousins and you go in groups because there's strength in numbers. But when you where you're going to get picked off and, and find it hard is when you go out there by yourself. So the bottom line is plan how you're going to vote, prepare for it, and then execute those plans. 
Erica Jackson said they uh, that groups that groups will also benefit from all the progress we make while protesting in the streets, trying to get in the courtroom to get laws changed established. You're absolutely right. But I'm to be honest with you, Erica, I don't really have a problem with that. Because we got two separate issues going. And one of the issues is that just like we said, those other groups are organized and they're bonded together and they're supportive of each other. Hopefully, this is a clarion call to the black community to get organized and get behind each other. And that's one of the things why we established this show. We established this show to, and this, this, this company as a whole, we established this uh, company to support black businesses, to support black movements, to support, and not just black, but just, but we highlight black because we, because mm -hmm. we have one of the most underserved groups on the face of the earth. And, and just the FYI to that, or oh, this is it not this Saturday, but next Saturday, we have a phenomenal young lady here in Texas who owns her own. Uh, I think it's a Seven Eleven, Kieta. Yes, it's yeah. the old Seven Eleven where she features uh, wines that are from the black community, and so we're going to have her join us for uncorked wine. She's going to pull up, and we're going to have a great conversation and highlight what she does uh, and how she's making moves out here for uh, her community and beyond. But our point of saying all this is, is that guys, this is this is the time. This is the time to, 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 to come together and to make a difference. The world has been turned upside down. For the, for the first time in my lifetime, the world has been turned upside down. And maybe we have a chance to right some of the many egregious wrongs that this country has perpetuated upon minorities in this country. So now that we have that opportunity, let's not waste it. Yeah. Let's not waste it. Let's go vote. Let's get active. Let's be intentional with everything yeah. that we're doing. Plan, prepare, execute. And one of the initiatives that we laid out for you guys is that we're going to give you good information and we're going to help you get prepared. And, that, and one of the things that we're, that's one of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing tonight with the watch party, because we want you to hear the information in real time. And then we want to help you break down the fact from the fiction and allow you to hear it, the truth for what it is. And then, so we'll come together as a community. We support one another. We'll encourage one another. Go like and share uh, the event page that we put together for this. Go like and share the banner that you see us putting together. I'll put it up again after this show. You'll see it. Go share that and let's get as many black people who are who you know that are uninformed. You know they don't have the information. Share this with them and tell them you need to come hear this tonight with some people that will help you break this information down. If you think you got people in your community or in your circle that are not understanding all the noise that's being made out there uh, with this election, Shake said that there are people that he knows that are uh, that are saying, well. Trump has given us opportunities. Help! You need to pull up tonight for the VP debate watch party so we can help yeah. you make sense of this. So we yeah. can help you understand. And Anise Graves is going to quote uh, help us with this uh, quote here. She says, in recognizing the humanity of our fellow beings, we pay ourselves the highest tribute, which is a third good Marshall quote, and I cannot agree more. This, this is the time for change. Let's seize it. And make and take full advantage of it and push this thing to November 3rd so we can start with getting this guy out and guys that look like him out. Uh, yeah. and I don't care what the color of his skin is. Guys that are out that look like you, they gotta go. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So all right, we're gonna take uh, a small break. 
It's 12 or 1240 on in the central time here on the East Coast is 140. So we'll be back essentially in about six and a half hours. And we will pull up for tonight's VP debate party. We want to see you there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh grab your bottle, grab your food. Let's get it popping tonight. So <laughs> we are out this piece, but we'll be back in a minute. We'll see you here. Man, we sure had a good time today, and we appreciate you joining us for the ride. Tune in every day on the Believe Podcast Network and wherever podcasts can be found, like Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Music, wherever podcasts can be found. Also, you can visit us on Facebook on the Noisemakers page. That's the Noise, N-O-I-Z, Makers page, or on YouTube on the Noise Media Entertainment channel. N-O-I-Z, Noise Media Entertainment. Well, we'll see you again tomorrow. Until then, keep making noise. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.